Free Brooklyn. It's a pity you are listening to appear this way to Radio Free Brooklyn. You're flying. What show? When you're falling, what show? Trace my heart. None can say. DJ Pickle Dick, come back. It's time for your favorite shock jock programming every Sunday morning. This is Daddy Coco going loco, and I am the host, Daddy Coco. And you know that second voice, that's DJ Pickle Dick. Your companion through the loco
What? TJ Pickle Dick? Come back. I need you. Kobe. I saw a lot of potential. No, I can't go back to the bottom. I'm at the top right now. I can't go back. So what do you want to do? Oh, no. Yeah, fucking cry. I don't know. Cry in the radio station. <laughs> Good God. Cuck everlasting over here. Listen, me and Howard Stern gotta go suck each other's dicks on a plane. It's our Sunday thing. I don't know what to do. I'm out of here. Oh, he's a pickle dick. Peace, yes. love, peace, and chicken grease. Pickle dick out. Don't leave. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. This. 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 events of last week is anything certain. While others in the world have been worrying about North Korea and nuclear war, I, pigeon criminal Margaret, have been worrying if Colby might not return. The worry heightened by programs missing from the archives, unavailable, gone. If instead of Colby would I be subjected to the unbearable squeals of Mr. Pickledick and his depressingly like-minded cohorts... All I could think about was, where's Colby? I want Colby. Had I taken him for granted? What actually happened? 
There was so much to process. Everything moved in a noisy frenzy. What will happen next? Is he recovered from his Tim-inflicted wounds? So much to contemplate, as I hope for Colby to be fully back where he belongs, as the coolest guy on WIFI. Always number one, second to none. Your faithful listener, pigeon-loving, M.
goodness gracious. Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 one and all. This is Young Persons Radio, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. Colby Smith is back behind the microphone here at Radio Free Brooklyn. I am back. I am. I was in the woods. I was lost. I was lost all last week. I was lost all last week. Made a uh, made a last ditch effort to to save the show, to save the station, to get this place on its feet. And I made a deal with the devil, devil himself, the devil incarnate, DJ Pickle Dick, corporate shock jock, came in here to. Uh, uh, he had a lot of changes. He listened to the show. He had a lot of changes. To make, and we incorporated all of them without question, because he is an expert. He came highly recommended. Uh, but, you know, uh, he, he was, at the end of the day, the devil. And uh, it was only through going through uh, uh, trials of which you heard the tail end just now, uh, at the beginning of the show, top part of the show, uh, that I was able to break free of my, of my uh, uh, stupor and return to where I so rightfully belong, right here behind the microphone, Hosting Young Persons Radio every Sunday morning from 10 to 11 right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I am glad to be back. 904-606-0842 is our number. That's 904-606-0842. There is no guest today, folks. There is no guest today, folks. So if you have things you want to say, things that are on your mind, things that you want to talk about with me, now is your chance. I hear people tell me, they're like, oh, we... uh." Oh, we'd love to call in, but it seemed like you you ha- were having a nice time or a nice chat with your guests, and I I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to interrupt I didn't want to interrupt, and uh, you know it's just all, all this this mamby pamby nonsense, this mamby pamby stuff. Oh, I didn't want to intrude, intrude, come on, intrude, intrude on me. <laughs> I want you to call the show. I give the number out ref- uh, f- uh, repeatedly throughout the hour. And that means I want you to use it. So if you're listening every week, and I know you're not calling, but you want to, you should. 904-606-0842 is our number. That's 904-606-0842. Let's get those calls in. Now, Young Persons Radio is the first of our astonishing 12-hour block of live talk shows this Sunday and every Sunday here on Radio Free Brooklyn, we were preceded by a rebroadcast of, uh, of this week's episode of Art Star Scene Radio. We're very happy to be uh, coming up uh, right after them. Uh, they're one of the top shows at the station, and we're happy to have any relationship that we can. Excuse me one moment. But we are following. This is the first live show of the day, and we are very happy to be the first one to kick things off. We are followed at 11 o'clock by Points of Order, the great sports talk show, the only sports talk show that you should be uh, listening to. I'm sure that uh, Joe and Co. are going to have all kinds of uh, all kinds of uh, updates on the new the new baseball scores, new baseball scores from the week. I was getting these. uh, I was away this week and I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, uh, But. Uh, I was still getting the MLB at bat updates. Yeah, I got a subscription finally. Got a subscription finally to uh, MLB at bat, and uh, it is it's helping me. It's helping me with uh, keep keep the baseball stuff uh, uh, sorted. It's a it's a great 
sport. It's a lot, though. It's a lot to keep in your brain at any any given time, and I need all the help I can get. And I, uh, we are not a, a corporate station anyway. This is a nonprofit station, so please don't take this as an ad read for uh, for MLB at bat, <laughs> the app. But whether you are a, a, a fairly early, a fairly beginner uh, baseball fan like me, it's like it's good. Or, or if you, you can, there's all these settings you can tweak. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I don't know. I'm talking about MLB at bat. Look, I was away. <laughs> I was in the throws. I was in a Twin Peaks-esque fugue state. And now I'm back. Now I'm back. We're still warming up. We still got to get it back. Uh, still got to get it back to where it was. Caller, you're on the air uh, here at Radio Free Brooklyn uh, with your host, Colby Smith, on Young Persons Radio. Who's this? Oh, Colby, I, I did not want to intrude. <laughs> I did not. But, but um, it's pigeon criminal here. I just am so relieved you're back. I oh, just yes. I to express my gratitude. They, I'm so Margaret. Back. Thank you for saying that. I just want to let everybody know that you know the forces of evil. They're out there. They're out there. They're working uh, on us, at us, and against us uh, at all times. Uh, but we can still beat them back. We can still beat them back. Well, you are proof of that, Colby. If anyone can, it's you. And I did not know the the depth of it, and I st- I still don't. But I got a sense of it. Last week, I, I could see what a dark thing was going on, what a dark place you were in. Yes. And I'm just, I, I, I'm so relieved that you made your way through it. Whatever deal you had to make, you made it, and you're back with us. Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm back. There. I will not be leaving. We'll be having a regular show next week. Regular show next week. Oh, what a relief. What a relief. So, Margaret, uh, you, you, was, you, go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just in a state of panic all week. You know, everyone else worrying about what uh, North Korea was going to do. But yes. for me, it was, where's Colby? Yes. I want Colby. I want <laughs> Colby. Well, thank you and, for saying and, that. Um, and, go ahead. Go ahead. And yes, Colby, um, I'm, I'm still looking for some of the archival pieces. I, I never did get to listen yes. to the James, wonderful James, what's going on there. I'm glad you brought this up, Margaret, because I, I wanted to address everyone and give everybody an update on this very subject. So, uh, to give you a little bit of background, in, in complete transparency, uh, the station has been changing, <laughs> has been changing uh, its, its uh, back-end podcast hosting uh, services. Uh, we used to be on one. We're in the process of moving everything over to the other, and there are just about you know seventy shows on the station. So that's taking a little while. Uh, so the episodes are being saved. They are not gone forever, uh, but they are uh, in the process of being transferred from one uh, database essentially to another, uh, and then reestablishing all of the uh, iTunes uh, links. So happily, <laughs> that is not my job <laughs> to do. Uh, but as I as I said, you know, this is a nonprofit station, and we survive entirely on uh, on listener donations. And a lot of really great and talented people are working on that uh, completely on their own downtime. Um, so I don't want to uh, I want to give them a shout out also and say thanks for all their hard work uh, and, and ask for uh, for some patience as we figure out this tech thing on our on our end. Well, thank you for that explanation, Colby. And it, it did feel, fill me with some guilt about I'm one of those people who listens in and, and have not 
given a donation. And I feel really very terrible about that. I have so much of my income, what meager as it is, probably goes to feeding the pigeons. You know, I have, I, and other creatures. I have other, so many creatures I support. Of course. And so it's, it's, uh, it's hard on me. It's very hard on me. But last week, Seeing what you were going through, I thought, you know, I've taken Colby's place there on the radio for granted. I have not done my part to to support him, and so I'm working on changing that. That has to change. When we when we get great pleasure from listening to someone, we need to support. And so I, I am going to change my ways, Colby, and do everything that I can you? to support. That is very kind of you. That is very kind of you, Margaret. And I would ask so many listeners to follow your lead. <laughs> it, it, it's um, it's the right it's the right thing to do. You know, I I experienced something similar this week where I I rescued a little dove who was caught in a wire, caught in and oh, it was terrible terrible For, fortunately i knew where to go i knew the wild bird fund existed yes. and uh, and that was a great thing so i was able to rush this this dove up to the wild bird fund a wonderful wonderful organization they're the only ones who who really care about helping uh, pigeons and other new york city wildlife you know if you if you call 911 or 311 they're not going to do anything if you, if you find a pigeon I mean you might be surprised mm-hmm. to, to know that but it's true they won't do it they won't do anything for you but the wild bird fund does but I had not I had not made a contribution I ran I ran up there in a frenzy so thankful that they were there but uh, but went up without you know any money on me to donate and but they but they took this lovely this lovely dove who they named after me by mm-hmm. the way and i i still don't know how uh you know morning morning margaret is but anyway um <coughs> when i got back later i realized you know i need to do something for this organization and so i sent in a donation and oh, it's good. the same thing with you it's yes. the same thing with you colby you know when oh. you appreciate someone they need support. Well, thank you for saying that, and thank you for doing that. And uh, yes, I certainly uh, more you know civic uh, supporting these civic institutions are uh, is more important than ever these days. Uh, so you know any any organization like that that you feel strongly about, uh, uh, you know you should absolutely support in any way you can, whether that means volunteering or giving of your money, or you know however you can give. Uh, I think is great. And if uh, other people, since we're on the subject. Want to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to see the ways they can support this station. Uh, they can do that at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. Well, I'm hoping that Marta is listening and calls in because uh, she and I were both talking this week about Colby and what's happening with Colby. And so I know it's very much on on her mind, too, everything going on with you and the the dark place and and pickle dick and everything. So well, I'm, I'm I, always I happy. Hey, you know what, Margaret? Since you're on the air uh, now, I want to. I'm just going to ask you. Do you know what band Marta was in when she was uh, in, uh, a younger lady? Oh, I I don't, but I would like to know. I would also like to know. 
I, I've been able to put together a few pieces of the puzzle just by way of conversation. I know that she, uh, I know that they were, you know, active in the Lower East Side, and that's how they know Tom, Tenney, and everyone else here who founded the station. I know that they played Conan and a few other late night shows. And that's all. Well, yeah, well, I, I know that she is a person of immense talent. So, you know, not, nothing would surprise me. Uh, mm. what, whatever she does is, is absolutely brilliant, and especially her work with pigeons. I mean, that's, that's what brought her to my attention. And, yes. But, but I hope she'll call in and tell us more. I hope so, too. Someone made the comment last week, Colby, that you spent an awful lot of time with me on the phone, and so I'm, I'm concerned about <laughs> being, you know, Taking up airtime, I don't, I, I don't want to intrude any more than than I am. I okay, well, to, we are coming up know. on ten minutes, but uh, uh, in general, I would say don't worry about that. I'll, I'll be the, I'll cut you off when it's appropriate. Don't worry. <laughs> well said. I'm just so thankful that you're you're there, Colby. That's that's my main my main reason for calling you right now. Well, great. Well, thank you for myself. saying that. And uh, Margaret, I hope we talk next week. Yeah. Bye, Colby. Bye-bye. There she goes. Margaret, superstar caller. Superstar caller, Margaret. Uh, back again. Back in the fold. Oh, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yes. There is one thing I want everybody to know, and that is, uh, wouldn't it be amazing to see your community radio station? Yes, that's this one, this Radio Free Brooklyn. This station represented... At South by Southwest? Yeah? Well, you can help Radio Free Brooklyn make it happen by doing one simple thing, and that is vote! We were just talking about supporting civil uh, institutions, and uh, uh, being an active citizen is the way, one of the ways to do this. Here's how you do it. Head over to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash SXSW. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash SXSW to cast your vote for our panel, which is DIY radio and local music communities. Voters will help choose the panels for South by Southwest 2018. And the more votes we get, the better chance we take the RFB show on the road. So you can find out more information and cast your vote by going to www.RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash SXSW. Make sure to tell your friends, too. Voting ends August 25th, and thank you for being a part of our Radio Free Brooklyn community. And speaking of our Radio Free Brooklyn community, I want to remind everybody that I uh, uh, made a pledge to uh, read every email that I receive at ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Now, that's, uh, that's .org, not .com, uh, as we... Uh, said earlier, oh boy. Anyway, so I said I would read the first five emails of these. Um, and last week, uh, as <laughs> as uh, as we uh, observed, I did not get the chance to read Margaret's email. Uh, so this is the fourth of the fifth, uh, fourth of the five pledged emails. Uh, so, but uh, even though I might not read them on air, uh, you can still email ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org uh, to reach me uh, or the show for any uh, reason whatsoever. So, Margaret writes me this gigantic, this, uh, uh, this treatise is the only way I guess I could say it, 
uh, this email. So I, I, I played, made a pledge to read the whole thing, and I'm going to do that. And here we are. This was from August 4th, so we should have read this on last week's show. Colby, you make email great again, but having an email read by you feels like winning a major award. Really? You were nice, too, Colby, to so graciously accept my clarifying to the point in the ever-evolving pigeon poop lawsuit that it was the clothing store Oak, not the amiable restaurant The Smile, that is at the core of the pigeon complaint. Though both businesses are under the offending fire escape from which some poop had allegedly dropped. Up until your second caller phoned in, I had regarded Oak as an essentially useless purveyor of unneeded clothing, but how utterly astounding it was to hear Oak's manager immediately call in after reading after the reading of my email. As if that was not miraculous enough, he went on to give here for two unknown details of the pigeons stirring things up in the dressing room after walking through the open door. He then seamlessly segued into the fine subject of shirt pockets, a subject I confess to thinking little about, unless the need for one suddenly arises. Given all this, it made me think that Oak may possibly have some redeeming value. We'll reserve judgment on that until after Oak takes the stand when the case goes to court in the fall. Maybe the manager will grace your show with another call-in, perhaps educating us on zippers. So far, Colby, no one from Oak has been willing to actually name him or herself as the one whose anti-pigeon stance, other than, of course, landlady and U.N. worker Sada Roberts, led to the suit being filed. An example of this wimpiness presented itself last week in the form of a young Oak employee, I believe male, who dressed in trendy semi-gothic couture, didn't notice pockets, suddenly appeared before me as I fed the pigeons a court-approved distance from the building and announced, I wait for you to leave, and then I sweep all the seed away. Where are you from, I implored of the humanoid and stunned yet polite response. It doesn't matter where I'm from, he replied obstinately. It very much does matter, I countered, whereupon he slithered away into the open-door oak where he disappeared into the all-black, presumably pocket-filled clothing racks. So young to be so callous toward hungry pigeons, I thought, and so wimpy, too. So afraid to name oneself, one's own meanness. Even Tim can do that. (laughs) But while we're on achieving clarity in the case that has so many layers, so much depth, please accept, Colby, the other correction with your usual graciousness. Bond Street is in no-ho, not so-ho, as has been mistakenly repeated by others in the media. It may seem a fine point, but I think your astute listeners will agree that there are significant differences between the two neighborhoods. A subject for another time, if ever. But we know in New York that huge differences exist from one block to the next. And as this particular case boldly illustrates, even one building to another. Respectfully emailed from Bond Street, NoHo, Pigeon Criminal M. Oh, man. That's a mouthful. Uh, Margaret, a wonderful writer. Just really good at putting words together. That's very easy to read. Very easy to read. Now then, our topic for the day. We're 35 minutes into the show, and I want to give you guys a topic to uh, call in about, right? So you guys know I'm a, uh, uh, a Bruce Springsteen uh, listener, an occasional Bruce Springsteen listener. I've talked about it on the show uh, uh, from here to there uh, from time to time. And uh, uh, so you know, he's getting this Broadway residency, which we will uh, uh, talk about shortly. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm walking in Williamsburg after work the other day. Uh, I have time to kill. I'm walking around. I've got my headphones in, listening to the old, uh, listening to the old iPod on uh, on uh, on shuffle, 
And what comes on uh, but a, uh, a Bruce Springsteen song, uh, which is born in the USA, uh, with one of, his, one of his most recognizable songs. It sounds a little bit like this. Right? We all recognize this, yes? Okay. Far from his, uh, certainly far from his finest composition. I mean, the thing is two chords. It's got this, uh, like, it's the, the song itself has been misinterpreted over, over and over in the last 30 or so years since it came out. It's become this, like, fist-pumping, like, I love America anthem when it's really just kind of about uh, veterans uh, uh, not having the care that they need after returning home from the Vietnam War. So song it's out there it's super popular i've heard it i don't know how many times in my life it's on my ipod because it's on like a a a collection of his that i've got on there right and so it comes on and i leave it on and it gets to this point in the song i'm just walking around just walking around in williamsburg after work it gets to this point in the song And I start crying. <laughs> Just tears. <laughs> tears streaming down my face, walking through Williamsburg at like 5.15 on a Tuesday. Because, because the, you know, the guy in the song, he had all this stuff that was going to, uh, it was going to, uh, so they thought he was going to be there for him, and he he called on it when he needed it, and they all turned their backs, and I just it just hit me so hard <laughs> at the right moment, and uh, just needed a, apparently needed a good cry, and I got one. So the topic for today for you to call in at nine zero four six zero six zero eight four two is what is the dumbest thing that has made you cry. Just a thing that you weren't expecting, something, uh, something like some, it's some cheap movie trick, like uh, music swelling or something like that. And it, what is the dumbest thing that made you cry? 904 606 0842. That's 904 606 0842. I want to hear, uh, hear some stories. So, so, Bruce Springsteen, he's getting this, uh, getting this Broadway residency I mentioned a few minutes ago. And uh, so. It's at the Walter Kerr Theater uh, in Midtown. He's going to be doing five shows a week uh, for like end of October into November. Uh, and so that's all very exciting. So I get this news on uh, um, I'm on a bus uh, this week. Get this news. So it's like, oh, also like there was this there's watch uh, this New York Post. Uh, leaked the story that this was uh, allegedly going to happen in, uh, back in May, I think. And people were like, oh, I don't know. It's not really verified. Everything it wasn't officially announced. And so now it's finally officially announced. It's like, oh, it's happening. So I go on. I click on the link. And it's like, uh, you can, you can, uh, um, you can sign up as a Ticketmaster verified fan. In order to uh, in order to get tickets, so what that means is they, they submit your information, and then you are randomly uh, uh, chosen to given to be given the opportunity to buy tickets. This is you can only buy two, and this is going to cut down on the amount of scalping and uh, 
secondhand marketing that is going on. So uh, if anybody has, so I, I submitted my stuff, of course, you know. Uh, so if anybody, if I, if, if the worst happens, and uh, no, your boy Kolb, influential DJ, is uh, is shut out of this Broadway residency. I want to right now call on the listeners who love this show to pull every string imaginable to get me some tickets to this thing. I want to go see this so bad. I mean, we're talking less than a thousand seats in this theater. There's not going to be a bad one in the house. And like, look, I know I'm not the first to say it, but I love the guy. I love him. I made a a resolution to stop being so hard on myself for uh, being such a huge fan of someone so popular. So I'm just going to do it. I want to call in the listeners, pull every possible string. And while we're on the subject, you guys should be giving me more gifts. These other DJs, they're just like, oh, uh, I see them. And they're just like, oh, this listener just sent me this uh, this David Bowie box set, uh, this vinyl box set for uh, – just because he loves the show. And I look at this thing. I look this thing up on It's like $200. Like $200, this thing. It's a listener just like, hey, I love the show. I, 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 you know what? I bet he would love this really expensive gift. Yeah, I bet he would love that. Everybody loves expensive gifts. All this stuff I would never buy for myself. Tell me, but what, of course, would love to have. Would love to have. I'm talking records, box sets, ticket hookups, all that stuff. Toshin books. Access to screenings. I want to get into special screenings. I want to uh, uh, be invited to screenings. I want to be speaking on panels. I want to be interviewed by Terry Gross, but I want to be flown into Philadelphia because she wants to meet me so badly. I want Pete Holmes to ask me to do his podcast so I can say, no, I'd never do that because I don't respect you and I think you're bad. I want gifts, folks. I'm calling you guys out to get, get me some gifts. Get me some gifts. Caller, you're on the air here at uh, 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 Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. Hey, Colby. Oh, there he is. There he is. Mr. Tim Keck, loyal caller, my most loyal caller. How are you, buddy? Hey, How bud. are you, Tim? I'm... Oh, I'm doing good, Colby. I'm doing good. Good. You had a... Uh... You asked me to tell you, or asked, I guess everybody, I like to think that you're speaking directly to me uh-huh. when I listen to your show. You sure. kind of have that quality about you where it feels like a personal conversation oh. as opposed to a mass broadcast to the well, millions of listeners, you know? Thank you. Uh, and you said, what was the last time, the last like silly thing that made you cry? And I got to tell you, when you were reading uh, Margaret's email, I was uh, crying a little bit. Really? Uh, from laughing so hard <laughs> at, at uh, that dude is just like sweeping up that seat as soon as she lays it down. That dude's the man. I got to send him some gifts. You're talking about gifts. I got to get that dude tickets to something, man, because at least, you know, he's being honest about it. <laughs> and he's taking a stance for what he believes in. And honestly, the world would be a better place if everybody did that. I mean, what Tim- a cool guy. <laughs> what a hero of NoHo. I've got to say, I've got to say, uh, you're, I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you on this one. That is, that is a very, very fun. That's very funny, Tim. That's very funny, dude. He's a, he's like a vigilante, a pigeon fighting vigilante. Yeah, <laughs> coming out to sweep up the seed that's been scattered there the night before. He's a, gosh, he's he's taking the bullet. You know, he's taking the broom into his own hands and trying to sweep away this problem. It sounds God like bless him for doing it. it sounds like he's like a Hey Arnold villain. Like a one-off Hey Arnold villain, 
where he just like he's feeding right. these pigeons and he goes out. And he's like, I fed these pigeons and then I, now they they won't come back. They they they, they don't see the food there. And it's like, well, I saw this dark figure uh, sweeping in the back alley last night. And then they like you know then Arnold uh, <laughs> uh, white knights him somehow, right? I think Arnold's the kind of do you think, do you think Arnold yep. from Hey Arnold is the kind of guy who white knights women in a bar? I don't know what white knights means. Well, it's like so. For example, if uh, if uh, if you are if you are say it's you, another man, and that man is talking to a woman, right? And he's being yeah. all like broy, you know. He's being all just like, "What's up, baby?" <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? If if you yeah. if you yeah, go I'm over fine. and you're just like, uh, uh, hey, like. You you're hanging out with the wrong guys. Like you gotta come out, uh, uh, you know, with somebody like me who uh, uh, who's like a true feminist, right? That's uh that's playing up playing up your non-existent interest in uh, uh, um, women's well-being uh, to show yourself as a contrast to some bro. That's that's a white knight thing. Yeah, dude, that sounds like the biggest load of bullshit. Right. There's, there's no way that's like a, who would even have the balls to do that? Someone's like, oh yeah, you better ditch this zero and get with a hero because I'm so much better. Like, who's that much better than another person? Well, see, there you go. Just like you know, do that. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's enough of a thing that people are calling it out on uh, Tumblr all the time. Yeah, at the very least, you can. Uh... Oh, I'm getting. A... I'm getting another call for some reason. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, by all means, take this other call that's so important, Tim. No, it's not like you it's not like you're busy or anything. My number is somewhere. No, it just distracted me because it was beeping and I was like, wait, what happens? Because I know you beep when you're on the air when you call into the show, and I'm uh-huh. like, what does another beep mean? I can still hear Colby. I'm still talking. It's great. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't hang up on you in the middle of us just uh, you know, shooting the breeze, Tim. <laughs> Oh okay. Well, how's it going, bud? How you doing? Oh, it's going. Uh, it's going great. How are How are you? Uh, how are you? Man, yes, yeah, it's, it's okay. Everything's good. I was in Florida last weekend. I surprised my mom for her 60th birthday. I think I told you. Well, I didn't tell you about that, but I told uh, those awesome dudes that were uh, filling in for you last week. Yeah. Yeah, you like them. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I I feel like. I feel like I wasn't supposed to like them, mm-hmm. but I I really like them. Okay, you know? well, look, uh, I, I I said it at the time, you know, uh, DJ Pickledick, he's the devil incarnate, but, you know, he's successful. He's successful. Yeah, you know, and it's not like the devil doesn't have good ideas. Okay, go on. Let's follow this. What's another good idea that the devil had? Uh, I don't know. He stood like the test of time. You know, we all know his name, so obviously he's doing something right. You yeah, know? yeah. He's got longevity. He's got. He's had a long career. Yeah, he's done a lot. You know, I don't know. Maybe I that's where it's getting his ass kicked. It's like, God, well, you know, you know. say that, I'm but trying to think of like the equivalent. He's out. He's out there though. He's out there running around. This is the whole thing with the. Uh, you know, there's the the, the popular uh, uh, portrayal of the devil is like he's just like that guy down in hell, right? But you know all these uh, this yeah. uh, the Christian mythology is like oh no the devil's out running around and uh, Christ coming back to Earth is what, when he's going to get sent to hell. That's when he's going to get sent where he belongs. Oh yeah, 
I don't know. I don't know. He's out there causing trouble. He's out there causing trouble. And last week we met him. I think the devil's out here causing trouble. Yeah. Right. I'd like. I'd like to think he's running around here. You know, getting into fights and Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I'd I'd look at him as kind of like a like a uh, like a Carmelo Anthony. You know, where he's never won the big one, but still pretty famous and like prevalent. You know, he like still affects the league. <sighs> it's a stat game for the devil, really. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah, need it's, it's, he doesn't uh, need a ring yet. No, he doesn't need a ring. He's not necessarily in, interested in the ring. He keeps taking big contracts. You know, he sells tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an influence on. On the league, if the league is, is human life, you know, in this metaphor. Yeah. He's got an influence on the league, but not enough. Oh, I love uh, it. Except to ruin your day a little bit. I like, love he's only it. ruining your day. He's not going to make anything better, but it's not going to really, really destroy you. I don't know. Who knows? No, I like that a lot. I think that's good. I, what I'm trying to say is I think the devil is Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> and if we can take actions directly to stop him and kill his human body, then I think we should be doing that and calling for it on this radio show yeah. every day. So we're breaking the metaphor down and just saying Carmelo Anthony is the devil. <laughs> All right, I would sure. 100% Look. say so. He just cheated on Lala, so I guess that's another another thing. Well, that's not that's the thing the devil would do. The devil would cheat on his girlfriend. But also an NBA player would. So I guess it doesn't really <laughs> Yeah, I guess that one doesn't okay, really track. Thing. That one doesn't really track. Uh, here's Here's the thing I don't understand is when, like, NBA players' wives are like, what? I can't believe he cheated. It's like, this is this millionaire who's on the road, like, most of the year. Uh-huh. What did you expect? That's well, like what yeah. you signed up for. Isn't it to some extent? Isn't If you just marry someone who's, like, super famous, you are signing up to be cheated on. I I definitely think that we, as a culture, like, we love this, like, the uh, famous people doing bad things more I'm not sure. I'll put it this way. I don't know what we love more. The fact that the famous people did the bad thing or that we can sit back and judge them. I don't like we love both parts of the process. Like it's like a vicarious living thing. But then we also have the safe distance of being just like, oh, can you believe this dirtbag? Yeah. Oh, all the time. But people are like, oh, oh, shit, this athlete took steroids. I've never taken steroids. That means I'm better than Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I agree with but that. Who do you think you are? You just, yeah, all of a sudden you're better. I'm at least a better person. It's like yeah. If you go back to whatever meaningless existence you live. Yeah. This is somebody who stood out in a group of millions and millions of people. You know who the fuck that guy <laughs> is. And you are a nobody who's just thinking he can put himself on that same level. It's upsetting. We should all be doing steroids. Lance Armstrong was a great man. <laughs> Lance Armstrong was a great man. Carmelo Anthony is the devil. Tim, I believe that our entire existence on this planet is leading towards a confrontation between the two for <laughs> our souls. So Carmelo, Anth- Carmelo Anthony and – so you think that what all of this is building to, all of this North Korea stuff, all the bad juju that's out there, is building toward Lance Armstrong fighting Carmelo Anthony? Yes. <laughs> for our souls. Tim, this is what's great about you is that you have the most surprising stances on every possible topic. You love Lance Armstrong. You hate Margaret and her pigeons. The list goes on. Yeah. I don't hate Margaret. I hate what she stands for, but I kind of like Margaret. Right, which is almost worse. It's definitely worse. (laughs) 
I don't hate you. I hate everything you're about. It's definitely not worse, you know? I don't know. It sounds pretty bad. I don't know. Like, I'd still be pretty excited to meet O.J. Simpson, you know? I don't know. Don't say like you know that. after that. No. <laughs> what would I be excited? What would I, talk to, what would I talk to O.J. Simpson about? When it, uh, Ask him what the naked gun was like to film? Yeah, I've just heard he's a really nice guy. Listen, oh, my God. I, I think Margaret is like the O.J. Simpson of the show, you know? Like, she's doing things wow. that aren't great, but is she? does that make her a bad person? <laughs> Look, this, uh, I didn't watch this O.J. doc. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. I, as soon as I watch it, I'll have more to say about this. The, the, 30, the 30 for you 31. You gotta bite the bullet, you gotta... You, Yes, the 30 for 31 is fantastic. It's like yeah. six hours, but there's six great hours. Yeah, I tried watching the uh, the FX uh, show. Not that they're at all the same level of like importance or quality, but I tried watching that FX show. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like the acting on it. I, well, I watched the OJ doc like twice. And uh-huh. Since then, I've watched the FX show, and it's interesting. I don't know. I, I, I kind of got sucked into it. The thing to me, though, is like, O.J. Simpson is, like, the biggest, like, strongest athlete of, like, a whole generation. Mm-hmm. And, like, Cuba Gooding Jr. is, like, a foot shorter than everybody <laughs> <laughs> in that show. Yeah, and it's, like, noticeable. Like, you but, can see uh, John Travolta, like, towering over him in every scene. It's, it's I mean, uh, Cuba, is, bless him, he's doing a great job. And he's yeah. got, like, kind of, like, the impression down. And he's got this, like, charming quality to him. And it's all great, but... The fact that he looks up to every single person in this in this show is just like unacceptable. It's an unacceptable like visual thing. You know, I saw him bowl once. O.J. Simpson? No, no, not O.J. Simpson. Cuba. I was gonna say, see, you know what I'm talking about. Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. I saw him bowl once. Was he a good bowler? I only saw him do one, but uh, uh, he hit nine pins. Pretty good. That's almost ten. I was gonna. I couldn't get close to him. Otherwise, I would have said, "Hey, I loved you in Snow Dogs." Yeah, or that one where he's the uh, uh, on a gay cruise or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember that one. All right, Tim, I got to start wrapping the show up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Later, Colby. It was good to yeah. talk to you, buddy. We'll talk soon. Talk oh, soon. He, he. Okay. All right. It was a lag there. I thought he uh, <laughs> thought he was gone. Anyway, last couple minutes of the show, everybody. Uh, thank you all for being here. We got more to talk about next week. We'll be back with some guests next week, although I don't know who they are. We will. <laughs> somebody will be here next week with me. We're very excited. Very excited about that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for sticking with us uh, through these past couple of weeks. We've played around with everything. Uh, this has been Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. We will be back next week. Uh, at the same time, 10 to 11, this Sunday and every Sunday uh, from now until the end of time. And we are going to – oh, I want to remind everybody to once again go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash SXSW to vote for our panel to be in South by Southwest in 2018. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash SXSW. Now, in the meantime, we are going to go out uh, since this show is uh, back to its rightful place, the only way to go out is with the main man, Elton John, baby. This is Club at the End of the Street from Sleeping with the Past. We'll see you all next week. Young Persons Radio, Colby Smith, Radio Free Brooklyn. Goodbye! <laughs>